Hmm. If you're a intermittent fasting expert, yeah, email us podcast at caffeineandkilos.com. I would like to hear your bullshit theory. <laughs> no, like let us know. Like, can do people use intermittent fasting as bulking? And if so, how? Whatever happened to just eating like six times a day, you know what, you like know not huge food, not huge meals. Yeah. On this episode of Gas Station Cappuccino, we teach you intermittent fasting. I give a wonderful book review and we learn about breakfast. Welcome to Gas Station Cappuccino. I am Danny Lear alongside Dean Sidoris. Yo, here we are. So, Dean, I've got a question for you. Yeah, let's hear it. And I got it has been it's been eating away at me. Okay. Um, and so I thought this was a good time to bring it up. Yeah, let's do it. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? Well, I had a very unique morning. So mm-hmm. it wasn't my normal schedule. You know, mm-hmm. I had I was we were gonna go to Roaster Dave's. You were constipated. Yeah, exactly. From last night. No, uh, you, had, so, you had pizza last night also. No, I actually had Chipotle. <laughs> so I had the opposite problem. <laughs> it's like floodgates opened up. Um, that's a whole other thing. But um, normally, I, uh, I do four eggs, three bacon, English muffin. That's my you, breakfast. You have an English breakfast. I have an English breakfast, pretty much. <laughs> you know, a little bit of ketchup on the eggs. Boiled meat. A little bit of salt and pepper. You have ketchup on the eggs still. Yep. See, I did as a child. I still love it. Huh. Actually, I, I didn't do it as a child. This is actually something I've acquired as an adult. The ketchup eggs. Yep. Uh, if you're an adult and you put ketchup on your eggs, podcast at Caffeine and Cubes. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, I actually, funny thing, this morning for breakfast, I had four scrambled eggs mm-hmm. and three pieces of bacon. Oh, nice. And I didn't go English muffin, uh, but I got a half a grapefruit. No, oh, nice. Yeah, and my then, carb, my carb intake. I need when I'm actually doing my uh, training, uh, right. my my proper training, nutrition. As far as for my personal goals, right, it's pretty high. So I got to get it in as, as every meal of, if I can. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, shout out to uh, get it in. Chris Chintz Hints from uh, Five Star Nutrition. Shout out to everyone who's trying to get it in every meal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a lot of carbs to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a mess. Yeah, yeah man. So. Uh, do you find most days you eat the same breakfast? Yeah. Well, I mean, to be realistic, um, two I days, shoot, two I, days a week, you go with the, uh, the Starbucks steak thing, the dip in the guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. That was a phase for a while. For a fa- for a while, you also got enough phase where you got Chick-fil-A yeah, for went, breakfast a couple days yeah, a week. Yeah. I went, I would, I got in this fa- uh, phase where I'd go get the, uh, chicken, the chicken biscuit. biscuits, two chicken biscuits. <laughs> And they're so good. Did you put ketchup on those? No, I did not. Huh. No, I just go straight on those, which is kind of a struggle because they're so, like, it's pretty dry. Are they dry? Yeah, well, you got to think about the biscuits, super dry. Then you got breaded chicken on top of that. So it's a little... The hot sauce on it? No, just straight up. Cholula? It would probably be better with hot sauce, but then... Next question, Cholula or Tapatio? Uh, Well, you know, it depends on when you ask me that because if you asked me that five years ago, I'd probably say uh, Tapatio. I'm asking you right now, Dean. So right now, I would say Cholula. Don't live in the past. Live in the present. Yeah, but I've I've had more years as a Tapatio fan than I have a Cholula. I myself actually used to be a Tapatio man. I'm back on... I'm on Cholula wagon, though. Now I'm on Cholula. Yeah. Uh, It's better. Once a week, I go to breakfast with Buddy. It's more sour. And I get the Cholula every time now. Mm -hmm. I used to be a Tapatio man. 
owned his buddy, my buddy's house and a friend of mine, and he was always chippies, right? He always get it was this Mexican guy, and he would always get uh, just like chips, like potato chips, Lay's, okay. Lay's ruffles, whatever. And he pour it on, and them. he just dump tapatio on him. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it why was, they that's why they make them like that now. So good. That's they make them like what? They make Lay's tapatio flavor. No shit. Yeah. Since when? A few years. I'm not buying it. Yeah. That's I just, the, yeah. It's real. Aaron, good. have you seen him? Doritos too. They make tapatio Doritos. Yeah, Doritos and Lay's both. Oh, did you know Hot Cheetos? And, right? Ruff- and Ruffles. Hot Cheetos. The guy who had the idea for Hot Cheetos mm-hmm. is now like their VP of international relations or something. Dude was the janitor when he had the idea. He was. This is a true story. The guy, I don't know his name is, but we can look it up. The, you know, the guy, uh, he was the a janitor for... The whatever Lay's or whatever company makes Cheetos, mm-hmm. right? Free delay. Free delay. Janitor free delay. And then one time they said something like, Hey, anybody, if you got an idea, like let us know. Right? Like that's the type of thing. Like just like don't don't hesitate. So homie doesn't understand like chain of command. So he just straight up like hits up the CEO. It's like, hey, I got an idea. Let's meet up. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, uh, okay, like, just like, what's going, you know? And like, just totally like out of line, like has no business doing this. And like tells him like, yeah, man, like, I really think you're missing out. And the guy has a Hispanic background. Said, I think you're missing out in like the Latin market, like a little spice and these Cheetos. I think it'd be great. Probably mm-hmm. his friends have been putting tapatio on him or something. I don't know. I, oh, mean, I, that, I yeah. mean, that part up. No, no, for the sure. The rest of it's true. The rest of it's totally true. No, I, I did a and, lot of, I did a lot of work with a lot of, uh, you know, laboring. So, so as check as, it out. You know, and it, it was, that, that was the thing. It goes, it goes more, there's more to it. And so he said, uh, I said, yeah. So the guy said, all right. It's like, uh, kind of, you know, give me a, give me an update on it. Like look into it a little more. And Janner's like, all right. He goes home, tells his wife, they're all fired up. They're in their kitchen, mixing all these like hot sauces into onto Cheetos like to try and get these flavor profiles and stuff in his kitchen. Come up with something. Goes in this board meeting. The janitor. With a bag me, full of salty or, I mean, uh, yeah. like all like, slimy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And he's, Cheetos. and he's nervous as hell. Has no idea what he's doing. About to piss his pants. Mm-hmm. And presents the board. Like, yeah, dude. Like, this is what's going on. And this is, he did all this research on, like, market research on Latin countries. Like, prepare this whole presentation. No fucking clue what he's doing. Presents it. And they're like, they ask him some question and he has like no idea about like business terms. Like what's the ROI on something? He's like, ah, I'm like trying to make up answers. Like what does ROI mean? No clue. On what? Right? The spices oh, they the, use? The raw You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, goes the whole thing. Anyway, obviously they bring it on and he's like this whole thing and it's a big part of it. And he like totally boom into the whole thing, worked his way up. Now he's like one of the big dogs up there. Well, I mean, when was the last time you didn't grab flaming hot Cheetos over regular Cheetos? If you're buying any, if you have the option for either one, which one are you taking? Oh, I don't really buy Cheetos. We'll say there's a bowl out at a party of both. Which one are you going to dip your hands in first? Well, see, that's, that's, that's a loaded question because once you get the hot ones, you can't go back to the regular ones. They taste like they have no flavor. You know what I mean? Like once your palate, like you can't cleanse your palate. You can't cleanse that flame and hot off. Well, it depends if your party has like a little bowl of ginger. Uh, to oh, I was going to say, is there, is there a glass of milk next there's to it? Ginger. There's, there's a ginger. There's uh, a ginger. There's a ginger Ginger dish. Like, uh, like sushi. Yeah. A little ginger, a little wasabi. And then there's these flaming hot Cheetos and the regular Cheetos. Yeah. A yeah. gallon of milk with yeah. Dixie cups. Yeah. Palate cleansers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit of sparkling water. Uh, a little, maybe, maybe some apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. That'll clean you out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> no, that's Spar- a, oh, sparkling. Clint, so Clint. basically, he's the the uh, Hispanic Goodwill Hunting. Yes, is what I got from that. Yeah, just Isn't a that, you know, just a nice guy knows what. Just you know, kind of he knows what under he wants, the radar, under the radar. But it's actually brilliant. And is that yeah? And so anyway, yeah, he's like big with the company. Kind of a cool story. That is a good, awesome story. So yeah, so back to breakfast. Yeah, so do you see? So do you find though that most days you kind of eat the same breakfast, or you get in your you go in little kicks though. Yeah, but I mean, most of the time though, I would say four out of like on an average of a year year round average, I would say four out of seven days I eat the same breakfast. Yeah. If not, yeah, yeah, that's a fair number. Yeah. Do Do you you know they used to say uh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but then now there's this intermittent fasting, so where they just bang the whole breakfast thing out. Yeah. They would actually argue that breakfast is the least – it's the most important meal of the day to skip. Yeah, if that's for what? If you want to get, like, shredded? Well, you ask the intermittent fasting people. They say it, it's, a, it's a cure-all. Oh, you're trying to get jacked? Intermittent fasting. Yeah, I don't really like, – so What does that do? Like, get your – does that get your uh, – uh, what's it called? Your um, – Rocks off? Yeah. No, your uh, metabolism, does it get it to a point where when you do eat it, like later in the day, your food later in the day that it just like uses all of it instantly to get like optimal growth. Like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. Hmm. If you're a intermittent fasting expert, yeah, email us podcast at caffeineandkilos.com. I would like to hear your bullshit theory. <laughs> no, like let us know. Like, can do people use intermittent fasting as bulking? And if so, how? Whatever happened to just eating like six times a day? You know what? You like know what? not huge food, not huge meals. Yeah. You know what I really believe no, in? No, we got to complicate everything. You know what I really believe in is the... Is, you can't eat between 6 and 7 a.m. or you're going to be a pussy. Well, no, everybody everybody knows you just turn into a clam if you eat between 6 and 7. Yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, what is wrong with... Oh, you eat in the morning? What are you, some kind of fucking idiot? <laughs> hey, what'd you, hey uh, Dean, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Hey. Pussy! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Ask me what I had. <laughs> Never mind. <I'm> not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I, you know, anyway. I was going to do your mom joke there. Yeah, it's just, you know, honest to God, like, and at the end of the day, it's all about marketing your style or whatever's trendy at the time so you can yeah. profit off of it. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, you know, you know all what? fucking diet fads <laughs> are mar- whatever's trending at the time. I have an idea. I have an idea. Dean. You got to write a book because then people, then it makes it real. Dress, all, dress see, it up, make it real for and me. Then, so, dude, write a book about the Chick-fil-A breakfast diet. Yeah, I should. Because guess what it is? Protein, carbohydrates. What do you need, to, what do you need to move around? Grease. Protein, carbohydrates. Grease to lube it up. A little bit Slide of grease. There, there is a little bit of grease in there, but it's like, you know what? You only live once. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to like fucking eat like a parrot for my whole life. <laughs> miserable not enjoying food because like so-and-so wrote that i shouldn't go fuck yourself do parrots get breakfast Hmm? do parrots get breakfast uh probably i don't know it depends i don't even know what goes on out in the wild yeah to be honest i'm domesticated yeah Yeah. (laughs) but you know what i'm saying though oh i I know what you're saying i mean i don't know i know exactly there's there's a difference between like eating like a complete asshole Mm -hmm. and like enjoying like good food every once in a while yeah. Like, obviously, like, if you eat, like, dog shit every single day, like, it's going to catch up to you health-wise, and you're going to, you know, might, be, may, might have some complications later on in life. But, like, come on, man. You know what come I, on. You know what I believe in? I think that you should, uh, you should eat. You should eat some food. Mm-hmm. should uh, get some vegetables in there. Mm-hmm. Or 
Or take a multivitamin. Just get married, and then your wife makes you eat vegetables. Yeah. It's like your mother. And yeah. then uh, and then maybe multivitamin, you mm-hmm. know, if you like having uh, you know, green pea or right, LOP. And then uh, you should probably eat some meat. Yeah. Like uh, let's uh, let's eat some meat, let's get some vegetables in that diet. And uh and just a general kind of rule of thumb, probably the least amount of uh like less processed stuff is better. Yeah. That's just a good sure. kind of way sure. to go. And if you just kind of stick to those things, you're gonna be okay. You're you're probably okay. And I'm real big, you know, I'm real big on probiotics. I actually think it's really important. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing is I actually don't like taking probiotic pills. I just think you should eat some sort of fermented food stuffs. Well, yeah, probiotic stuff's usually really tasty. Yeah. Well, like Okay, have some sauerkraut, mm-hmm. have some kimchi, like those. And you know why? Because it's just food. It's actually just old food. Mm-hmm. Because like back in the day, people used to do that. Like people just eat old stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's good for you. Get that bacteria. But it's like if I didn't have any probiotics foods, but mm-hmm. if I only ate like meat and vegetables and not a lot of processed stuff, you don't need a bunch of extra probiotics mm-hmm. because your stomach's not all jacked up. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I don't need. Yeah, I don't know, man. Aaron, just, you eat the same breakfast every day? Kinda, kinda, non-committal. Yeah, I mean, I was really big into. Uh, you know, I really just do a lot of oatmeal in the mornings. Uh, but then once I ran Still out, cut? Once, no, no, no. I go, no, I go, I go Quakers. I go, I go Quakers, the apple cinnamon, but I do like the oh, low. <laughs> no, no, no. You do the low sugar one, which is like a third of the sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do the packets. Yeah, I do the packets, but the the low sugar mm. packets. Actually, no, I think it's sugar free packets. Yeah. So it uses like a little bit of artificial sweetener. Got I don't you. know what's in it, but uh, it doesn't have any sugar, so you know. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. I think the benefits of the oatmeal outweigh the sugar issue, and I'm not. Like, it's not like I'm eating fucking a bag full of Skittles every night, like, and I'm eating drinking fifty sodas a day. So if I have a little bit of sugar in my oatmeal i'm probably gonna be okay yeah and also you're not a real big skittles guy to begin with i do like skittles but it's not like i'm not buying them you prefer the uh the little sour patch kids sour patch kids are good i went on a little kick with those two for a while but then like <laughs> you just kind of start feeling like now your teeth start hurting teeth start hurting yeah it's not good once your teeth no. start hurting from the sour patch time time to give them up for a little bit that's how you know yeah that's how you know i always wonder my gums bleeding i always wondered how you know like i've never been a big sour patch just not i'm not a big candy person anyway Mm -hmm. um i'm more of like a chocolate candy stuff you know what i mean like that than more than like the sweet type candy but i always wonder like say i were to get into sour patch kids when do i know when when to stop when to stop when your teeth start vibrating Shaking, <laughs> just like you can just feel them kind of pulsating. Probably time, <laughs> time to get, time to get, put them away for a little bit. Pulsating, almost like yeah, throbbing. So the gums are throbbing because mm-hmm. the actual teeth, those things are pretty solid. Yeah, but you can feel it in the nerve endings in your teeth. My fourth grade teacher would tell us that uh, you don't want to brush your teeth. Don't ignore them; they'll go away. <laughs> yeah, she's right. Yeah, he was right. No, he, Mr. Oh, he said she. Okay. Fourth grade teacher, Mr. Comden, him and another fourth grade teacher at no lunch way. break, they would go and sit out in a van and smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah, because that's a better alternative. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. It was one of those things. That's funny. Yeah, man. Hey, so I got a, uh, I just finished reading a book. It was actually a really quick read. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little book review. Okay. I thought we could feature this every now and then. Okay. Not not necessarily like a uh, on a schedule, just kind of like, oh, you just read a book. Like, well, what'd you think? Okay. You know, because I like hearing about other books and what people thought of them. Okay. 
So I write a book. Someone suggested it to me. It's kind of like a uh, self-improvement slash business book type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Okay. Okay. And here's the interesting thing. Uh, Mark Manson is the author, I believe. And so it was good. I liked it. What I liked about it is that there was a lot of, uh, what do you say, when something just ingrains your own belief? Confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. I had some confirmation bias. So a lot of what he said, I kind of believed in, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the premise of the book is this, is that by not caring about the things that don't matter, it allows you to actually care about the things that do matter. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you're all pissed off because whatever, it's the same song on the radio every hour, and you're sitting in your car and you're losing your shit about it. Well, you're also the idiot who keeps listening to it there's every that. every time well, yeah, every exactly. hour. That, that's the whole thing. <laughs> but it's like that, you know, if like little stuff like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like if you get so, if you're getting all pissed off about little things all the time, then you're, it's a waste of energy and you're using all this energy all pissed off about these things that aren't that big of a deal. So then stuff that really matters, it almost like makes it not as big, like not as important because you're always all worked up about all this stuff. You know, and it's like, you're all stressed out about these little things. And so then you're, you know, the stuff that actually matters, you don't really have the, you're, you know, basically Mm -hmm. you're all out of fucks to give when it comes to things that really matter. Yeah. Um, so I believe that all makes a lot of sense, you know, and I think that that's, there's definitely something to that here's, and I, so it's actually, and there's, it sounds pretty simple and it, it really is, but, uh, but the way he explains things and describes things, it's actually good. It was like good. It was pretty quick read, but mm-hmm. here's my, my only problem with it. And maybe we could have Mark on, we could talk about it. Uh, maybe we should try and get him on. Mm-hmm. But so the first is like a two part book. And so the first half of it, it's like the first hundred pages, like mm-hmm. that's, what the the gist of it right okay and it was really good i was like man the meat the meat of it and it was really good and i was like oh it's pretty good like i believe this and i kind of live my life this way a lot of times and that's just this confirmation bias is great and then the second half of the book was where i have a little bit of problem with it is he says okay so what are the things you should care about or whatever and so he's like in my opinion these are five kind of important things whatever so in the second half, so of the this guy's now forcing his opinion on <laughs> what things are important ah, on other people. But if you're reading someone's book, that's all they ever do. That's true. The entire book is their opinion. That's true. But so here's the problem, though, is I read the second half, and it's uh, like loosely tied into the first half. So it's like here's one thing, and then there's you know 10, 20 pages on that, and then the second part, 10, 20 pages on that. So another 100 pages covering these five specific topics. And then it's like, it has nothing to do with the book. And then the last sentence, it's like, this is why it's important to give a fuck about these things. You know what I mean? Uh, or why it's important not to about other things, because this is the type of thing that's, you know, you should really try to do. And they were all positive messages, but I just didn't really see the like specific tie in. So basically this is what I think happened in podcast at caffeineandkilos.com. Email me if you've read it and if you disagree. Or if you agree, or if you know Mark Manson, maybe you should have him reach out to me. I'd, I'd actually really like to talk to him. Be interesting. But so, because I, I agree with most, I agree with everything he said. It was really just like two books in one. I think he wrote the book and then was like, ah, shit, this thing's only 95 pages. So then he, <laughs> I can't just, sell this pamphlet. Can't sell this pamphlet. Which be a good never, ebook. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then he just like expanded on other, right? So it's like two books in one, which some people might say badass, two books in one. But that was my opinion on subtle art of not giving a, and then it says F, and there's a uh, asterisk, and then CK on the cover. Your thoughts on any of that? 
You know, I'd have to. I'd probably have to read it to have like a real opinion because I just don't. No, want to no, give no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> give an opinion based yeah. on the second hand that I just told you. Yeah, the second hand two minute uh, review. I, uh, about two and a half. I yeah. Think. You know, I I would be interested to see, but I could totally. I understand. I feel like I can get a pretty good gist of it actually by that way you explain it. Where you're so you're basically saying the first half of the book was basically the entire book was the entire book, and then the, the second half was right. more just kind of kind of talking about the first half but then only just talking about things that he thinks are important that you should worry about like his other ideas yeah it was like this the book the subtle are not giving a fuck is mm-hmm. like 100 pages mm-hmm. then there's a second book called like the three things that you probably should care about if you're a decent human being mm-hmm. and that was like a second book and then he just like put them together well that's that yeah <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, but it was, I mean, what I, the question is, would I suggest it? I would say what I recommend it, I guess I would say if you are into like this type of self-improvement or like to, you know, better yourself and want to get some opinions on it. Um, I think it's good. I think it's a quick read, but, uh, I think that like looking back on it, I hate to say, well, I'm just gonna say, I think there are a lot of other books you could probably read and get more out. Yeah. And that's, you know what, like that's, that's your, yeah, that's your that's your opinion. That's and that's fair. not that's not saying it's it actually it was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It, might, it or was, wasn't beneficial. Well, it might be more beneficial to somebody else. And I'm glad I read it. Like I, it was definitely it was worth my time. Mm-hmm. It was worth my time. Mm-hmm. I'll say that because it was uh, I just read it the day I got my vasectomy. I basically read the entire thing because I was sitting down. Yeah, I I've seen some people post about it. You know what it is too about that book is that it's very Instagram friendly yep. book. Yeah. Which is genius by this guy. Oh, yeah. Take a picture of this thing. No. It, it's, oh, yeah. No, it's and great. It's a great. That's part of, you know, it's a, first off, he's not writing these books for, for fun. He's writing it because he wants to make money and that's, right. you know, it's a business. Yeah. And so. Which is okay. Which is fine. You know, and, and it probably helps some people. I, no, but it's also, he did a very good job I with the title. Actually, someone recommended it to me because they read it and they felt like it really made a difference. Yeah. It was no. this girl. She's a little younger and she's like just kind of getting, starting to read more stuff like this. And so the first time she had heard a lot of these ideas or kind of seen these things, it really helped her. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's cool. That's great. And I think that's, uh, yeah, and back to like the whole marketing thing, it's like it's, it's a great Instagram post. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, look what I'm reading. Like I'm edgy I'm mean, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the really petty stuff. Like the guy that at Starbucks, there was some, I read something about some employee at Starbucks would put the uh, piss order in, sticker. Piss in people's coffee. Yeah. He would put the order sticker over the label on the Starbucks cup. So girls couldn't take pictures of their frappuccinos on Instagram because the label would be covering up the logo and it wouldn't look as cool. <laughs> so I'd be the guy at the bookstore that worked at the bookstore putting the label, the price tag uh, yeah. like on the cover yeah. and just like ruining the Instagram yeah, ability yeah, yeah. of the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting about that is the uh, theory that Starbucks is sometimes, occasionally they will spell your name wrong, like way off, way off. Uh, so that you take a picture of it and post it like, oh, these jackass, you don't know how to spell Dan. Yeah, there's not an H in Dan or whatever, you know. And so then people post that and it's like, does that make you think less of Starbucks? No, you're just like, ah, that silly guy, that individual employee who can't spell worth a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like it's getting people to post pictures. I could I could guess it could probably be maybe like a joke between like employees. Like, hey, I'm going to write this guy's name like completely wrong and then just like watch him freak out. Oh, I'm in on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like a social experiment. Just like see like the reaction from people. Like, come on, you're making how many cups a day? Like you got to make that fun somehow. Should we talk about HW Shake monographs? Nah, let those ride. <laughs>
<laughs> HW Shake him. Uh, yeah, we need to get him on the podcast. We should day. get HW Shake him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, we should. But yeah, no, that's uh that's an interesting take though on the back to the book. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick it up when I'm uh using the restroom one night and finish it. Yeah. It was uh yeah, it was like two days. It was like a day or two, okay. like 200 pages. Like I said, what you know, it's almost like now I actually I should have said I highly recommend it because I want other people to read it to see if they agree with my take <laughs> my take on it. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Interesting. You're actually you're reading uh what book are you reading right now? Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying as as my main book right now, I, I honestly haven't read in like probably a month as far as like novel books, but I started just, the game. Gra- just graphic novels. Yeah, actually, just a lot of comics. I read a lot of comics. I'm like reading like 10 different storylines from 10 different types of comics, which is like that takes up all my other reading time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like by the time you read three or four comics, it's like they come out, they come out every Wednesday. You know, you got to pick up maybe three, five or six comics. And then that's basically an hour of reading. You buy five or six comics every Wednesday? Pretty much. Where do you get them at? There's a comic store down the road from the warehouse. Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. I don't go online. I, I walk in those shops. Speak, no, no, strictly. You'll smell it's the, a, it's part of the experience. The no, yeah, it's part of the experience. Like you walk in every Wednesday. There's a cheap fold-out table in the middle of the store with all the new stuff with a handwritten sign. It's new releases, and you go and you pick the ones that you, you ever encourage them to get a new table. No, it's all part of the nostalgia. You want the shitty fold-out yeah. table. Yeah, with the handwritten sign that's was written in 1993. Like new releases <laughs> hasn't been changed. Is the guy that run it? Does he look like Comic Book Man? From oh the Simpsons? my! You he, not from the Simpsons, but like if you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, oh, that guy owns a comic book store. <laughs> you know what? I didn't. I haven't told you this. Uh, uh, Solus, mm-hmm. Solus, New York. Cross with Solus, mm-hmm. our good buddy Kenny Santucci. Mm-hmm. Next door to to Cross with Solus is a hotel, but next door to that hotel. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm talking like big city hotel. It doesn't, it's not like a full block. It's yeah. like, you know, like yeah. storefront size. Yeah. Next door to that is comic book store. Downtown Manhattan. Downtown Manhattan. Two doors down from Solus NYC comic book store. Aaron yeah. and I walked right by it uh, a handful of times. Might find this hard to believe. We resisted entering. Yeah, that's a mistake. Because <laughs> they're a lot of fun and there's usually some pretty good characters in there. There, I, that's, Probably the thing I think that's actually keeping these uh, comic books afloat. Actually, no, there is a bigger. There actually has been a really big resurgence in comic book sales. But I mean, all the card games, you know, Magic and you know, Magic Pokemon, the, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I think and like I don't know the other ones. Honestly, I don't really know all of them. But there's always people in there playing all these and buying all these cards. Still, like these, the card games are like huge again. Are there adults in there doing this? Oh yeah. So there's adults in there playing Magic the Gathering cards. I'm not sure if it's magic, but I think it's like one of those games. You might be playing Pokemon or something. Dungeons, uh, yeah, no, yeah. But there's always like some kind of tournament or something going on, or they're just there buying more, like a couple guys playing. It's always going on. It's like a whole thing. There's no way. I swear to God. They have there's, a whole, like there's this place called Big Brother Comics downtown, and they have like, a, literally half the store is dedicated strictly to these tournaments. Like it's like a glass, it's like a glass uh, room with all these tables in it. Try and keep the nerd in. Yeah, well, they just want to keep it quiet so they can focus. They're separated from the rest of the entire store. It's, it's crazy. There's an entire world out there I had no idea existed. Yeah, you got to get out and kind of explore these little subcultures. I don't, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. But no, back to the book thing, though. What, I, if, what, if, what if 
they like lure me in. What if I go in to check it out uh-huh. and like I get sucked into it? And it's now a, I'm a fucking you have card, to get now so I'm a card game nerd. No, nah, you gotta get there's just way too many, too many things with that. That's a whole thing. It's like years of collecting these cards just to even play. But how do people st- something they start somewhere? Well, yeah, if you want to drop like two G's on like a, a set. You don't think they started with two G's. They got they No, got, no, they build them over time. But like if you wanted to jump in and do it, you'd probably have to spend like if you wanted to be like competitive. Because different cards have different value as far as like uh, like damage or like whatever. Like cards have, are stronger than other cards, right? I wish you so didn't people, know as so, much about this as you do. Well, I mean, this is just kind of general knowledge stuff. But uh, Is it? Yeah. All right. If you're like in the com- – if you watch com- – if you read comics, you probably know a little bit about this stuff. Okay. But um, yeah. But so the, you walk in there and there's cards for sale, $500 a card. Shut the fuck up. Because they're rare, but they're also like worth a lot of like it's got like Ken, use in the game. It's got game. like Ken Griffey Jr.'s signature on it? No, it's got like a picture of a wizard like holding a fucking spear with his dick out. Same thing. <laughs> Same, Same thing. thing. Yeah. The whole the whole dick or just the tip? Just the tip. Just the base. Just He's a full send wizard. Yeah. Full send. Full sends only. No, no. It's like some weird picture. You know, we're like, who knows what it even does? I, I just know that there's cards in there that I see in the counter for like $500. That's so if you have one, like it's probably like does a lot of damage in the game. I'm I'm assuming, and it's obviously probably pretty rare because it wouldn't be worth shit if it wasn't. Right. So there's different like there's not like a it's not like a fucking deck of cards where they're all the same. Everybody's everybody's little deck and everybody's little stash is different. It's just like who's got a the most money or who's got like the dopest collection, and like that's how you win. Huh. And there's obviously game strategy. I have absolutely no clue how the game actually works, but. Man, it's crazy. No, it's a whole. It's so funny how like we live in these little niche worlds. Because to them, it's everything. Because to them, like that's just as important as weightlifting. It's like the whole esports thing. They go to they go to practice, get game, whatever the hell that game's called, practice instead of weightlifting practice or CrossFit training. They go to this place every you know every day at five o'clock. The nerd and they play two three hours of this game, then they go home. Huh. It's like we go to the gym. It's crazy. Whatever people are into. Yeah. Seek for every ass. Yeah. That's right. No, but I'm actually trying to finish the Game of Thrones first book. But it's just like it's it's exactly like the, like the first season to the T. Every f- word, every scene, every – it's just so exactly the same. It's just really hard to like dive in and like – because I already know what's Put going it down. on. Stop reading it. I'm not – I got to finish it though. It's like 700 pages, like fine print. And you're on page like 37. No, I'm like on 39. No, I'm about about almost to 400. So I'm like over the halfway point. You're over the hump. Yeah. So I got to I got to bring it home. Down. Yeah. So but are you going to go on long. to the second book? Probably not. Shut it down. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I thought I was. My whole plan was originally to watch. You know, I've watched all the way up to the most current season, which I believe season seven. Mm. I could be wrong, but um, you know, when I'm all caught up on the show, I've watched it since the beginning, and I'm like, you know what? Before the final season. I'm going to read all the books. That was my yeah. goal. Yeah. Cause it's gonna be like 2019. Yeah. Cause they're going to have to film it and get it done. Not going to make it. Well, I mean, if I really wanted to, I probably could. I think there's like five or six books. I probably could. I don't know if they're all as long as the first one. I think they're probably pretty close though, but I just don't, that's just a commitment. I'm not going to like, yeah. I want to switch it up too. I want to read something else. Yeah. You know, I got some other books I just have sitting around that I haven't touched yet because this one's so damn long. Yeah. You know? So it's, I don't know. Hmm. There and it a is. comic issue, you know, and then you got the comic issue. Got the comic, yeah, comic issue. Yeah. Okay. Well, there it is. Uh, I've read, I think in 2017, I think I read um, 
like 32 bucks and i'm going to place the subtle art of not giving a i don't even know how to pronounce it like i want to say fuck but on the it does say f and there's an asterisk and a ck so i'm not really sure exactly how to but i would fastrick <laughs> yeah fastrick uh, out of the 32 i would probably list it uh 30 that's pretty high no no like from the bottom oh okay like number one being the best yeah for some reason i was thinking yeah yeah and that's off the top of my head that's not even taking into account that i can't think of what the two would be that were worse i'm just thinking like it can't be the worst book i've read all year because it would like you know what i mean mm-hmm. interesting yeah maybe you loved it if you loved it or if you hated it uh let us know podcast at caffeine and kilos there we go we got book reviews. We got breakfast advice. We taught everybody how to intermittent fast. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat between 6 and 7 a.m. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That was that simple. exact time. That's it. You heard that's it here first. the whole thing. Yeah. Don't pay any nutrition coach. That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it reminds me, my wife said, uh, uh, I think after New Year's, this is a couple weeks ago, she said, after New Year's, I think I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to do like lazy keto. I said, lazy keto. I don't think that's a thing. It's like, oh, no, it's there. Jess, Jess said this? Yeah. I said, Jessica, uh, lazy keto, that's not a thing because ketosis is a, like, you, yes or no. Like, check a box. Do uh, Is your body producing ketones? Yes or no? Like, lazy keto, I think that's just called low carb. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because she's like, she's smart. And no, she I know. Nutrition. That's why I'm like kind of confused. <laughs> My God. Like the whole point of the whole, maybe I, I'm not saying this is the case, but maybe there's a slight chance she didn't realize that keto was short for ketosis. No, she knows. Okay. No, she knows. Uh, anyway, so that's fine. She's also going to really like it. Because, yeah, that's the whole point of the diet is to get out of ketosis. To get into ketosis. Get, get into it. Excuse me. Right. Correct. So I said, I think lazy, I think that's just called low carbs. Yeah. Which is... Not which, a bad idea. Which is fine. If you're what, trying to like... Well, that's the whole... Depends on what you're tr- doing, what your whole, goals are. The but. whole underlying of this whole thing is honestly like I really don't care. Like, oh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. If that what, is that what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Then hell yeah, do it. Sounds good. Full support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't bother me. It was just kind of funny. I thought Lazy that was like keto. a... Yeah. Lazy keto. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to quit smoking entirely, but once a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One cigarette in the morning. You know, just take yeah. the edge off. You know, I quit smoking six years ago. I only have one a day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's funny. We actually were joking. We're like, we should make a, a t-shirt company and it just says keto-ish. Yeah. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to be soberish. <laughs> soberish. Oh, you quit drinking. Yeah. 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 Well, absolutely. Now I, uh, now I only drink mouthwash, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bottle a day. Yeah, bottle a day. Just enough. Take oh the, man. Just enough. Take the edge off and give myself a stomach ache. And then I then I roll it on. I uh, I had a friend whose uncle uh, was a recovering was Kevin Gates was a recovering alcoholic, which is this is not really that funny of a story because it's kind of you know it's kind of it's kind of uh, sad. But you know there was a time where there was like three bottles of mouthwash that just turned up missing, gone, and it's because <laughs> he he drank them. It's crazy. <laughs> I actually like I've actually I've that. actually experienced that situation. Yeah, I was like there, and like I was like, what? Why would he do that? Oh. Well, this is why it's another example of why I just never have mouthwash in the house. Well, that and it burns. Because I might, I might, I might drink it. It just burns. It's so uncomfortable. You can get the stuff now that's like kind of mild, but then it feels like it's not doing anything. <laughs> it's a kind of fine line between like, you know when it gets in your cheeks though? 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When the mouthwash gets in your cheeks, and it's the most excruciating fucking feeling. <laughs> I know, guy. I thought you kicked in the nuts. I think and bars, that going. Bars on. quit selling alcohol at 2 a.m. Uh, we're in Utah, and bars were done selling alcohol. So one guy kept was able to buy O'Doul's and kept buying uh, O'Doul's near beer and just chugging them, trying to keep his buzz. And so he would he would buy four at a time and chug them all immediately. I was like, "What are you doing? You know, there's not any alcohol in that." And he goes, "Bullshit! Is there point? Things are." 0.4% trying to keep my buzz. I wish to give you a placebo <laughs> buzz. I don't give you a placebo bloat. Yeah, that's a lot of out. That's a lot of water. Yeah, it was incredible. Yep. All right. Anyways, all right. Now you're educated. Now you know what's up. All right, let's go, everybody. Hey, I want everyone today. Let's go get a uh, bottle of Listerine. Start chugging. And don't eat between six and seven. Oh, got to do the chalk next episode. No, He's that's got, for episode. Oh, that is this, this episode. episode six. No, no, no. Well, that wasn't the winner. What was the winner? The winner was uh, for our Twitter poll challenge, which we will be posting uh, up for the next episode uh, soon. But uh, it was, we both have to do a spoonful of coffee grounds. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It's like the cinnamon challenge, but, uh, but coffee more, more, more with, coffee like. With PR blend. We'll have to, yeah. Episode seven. Coming at you. Episode seven. Can't forget. Aaron. Can't forget. Yep. Episode seven. Coffee grounds. There it is. There it is. This has been episode six of the Gas Station Cappuccino. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Take a second and rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you have. It does really help out. Those ratings really do help. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, See ya. (laughs) This has been an episode of Gas Station Cappuccino by Caffeine and Kilos. Our theme music is the song Gas Station Cappuccino performed and written by Big Wheel and The Spokes. Please take time to subscribe to us on whatever podcast app or listening device you use, and please rate us as well. You can reach out to us by emailing podcast at caffeine and kilos, all one word spelled out. Thank you very much.